This is live coverage of the 2021 Steelers Minicamp. Live from Heinz Field on your 24-7 home for the Steelers. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Good afternoon, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back inside Heinz Field. Day three, the final day here from Mini a Camp. And another beautiful one, practice just wrapping up. A little change to the schedule here today. Uh, normally, right as Motsi and I get going, you hear the music bumping. You hear the energy in the background as practice is getting started. Well, practice was earlier today, so the field is cleared now. But you've got Arthur Motes and I still uh, for the next two hours until 3 o'clock. And then to put a bow on this whole thing, you will have the drive as normal with Matt Williamson and Dale Lolly as well here on SNR and on ESPN Pittsburgh. You know the drill. You want to get involved with Motes. Motsi and I, anytime the show here, we have a decade of NFL experience uh-huh, uh-huh. and a good head of hair. <laughs> it's up to you to figure out the rest, but if you want to get involved, we'll take your questions, comments, concerns, and reactions, of course, on the Twitter.com, at Wesley Euler, at body 52 body. All right, Arthur Motes, let's get right into this. As obviously, I, I mean, I don't think it's going to take the listeners too long to figure out. You are the one here. On the program with, with the, the with, with the decade. I just had a haircut well, the other day. Have, I feel yeah, special. I got one this afternoon scheduled. Ooh, I can't um, see you. Wow, and you're see you're it. helping me out here. There was a monkey wrench thrown into my plans, but you're uh you know you're well, you're picking up the slack. Well, well I will say this. I, I do feel a lot more um nourished today. <laughs> I feel a lot more whole. Maybe we should start there. Yeah, because because see, usually I work out before I come in here, right? You still. And that's why I people are still tweeting out. you asking how much money to get you back out on the field. <laughs> so typically, I finish my workout and I like to eat in the house or I eat on the way to work. But yesterday, I thought that you know I was under the impression that I was going to have a meal here. So when I showed up to work yesterday, I had just finished my workout. No food when You're I hungry. arrived. You're I famished. Was, I was hungry. My eyes got red. I was leaning over here about to pass out. My sugar was low. It was bad. So I was nervous. I thought a repeat of that was going to happen today since somebody on this microphone, somebody on this show, not me, by the way, mm. let me down. You know, they told me they were going to have breakfast. Well, I mean, it wasn't available. So today happens. <laughs> Same process. I get my workout, but but to my surprise, I get a text on ah, the way in. Ah, yes. And the name on the text said, my great hair friend, Wes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what is this about? And to my demise, it was bad news. <laughs> no breakfast today, big fella. But Wes being the guy that he is. We call always, it an audible. Audible at the line of scrimmage. Always able to adapt on the fly. He, he doesn't get bogged down. He understands that, hey, if you have red paint, sometimes you just have to paint the barn red. Correct. And he says to me, how about some nuggets? I said, well, only if it comes with a Sprite and no ice. My man had two barbecue sauce for me. That's how you know it was Ooh. real, ladies and gentlemen. So without a doubt, I got you today because I, I feel that. I needed that boost, and now I'm, I'm back. I worked out. I replenished my nutrients with some good old McDonald's. And now we're here. <laughs> Promises made. Thank you. Promises delivered. Shout out to Tom Brady for that one. Listen, a Lannister, a Lannister <laughs> always pays his debts, all right? I know Motsi doesn't. Motsi's not I, a Game I, of I'm Thrones guy. But, yes. but I've said that so many times today that I think he's hip to it now. I am, and I like it. Uh, yes. For our loyal listeners, they are familiar. Arthur Motes and I, we made a bet at the start of last season. A simple bet over, under, passing yards for Tom Brady at 4,300. And uh, I took the under, Motes took the over, and there was some drama down the stretch. It was close, but uh, not really. 4,600 <laughs> yards was the number for uh, Thomas Brady. So the bet was uh, was 
breakfast from McDonald's. Yes. But like I said, when I got there today, they um, they were struggling. They, the, the cupboard was bare. <laughs> they just had they had like one or two things for breakfast, and that was it. No McMuffins, so we audibled it. Now you uh, got hash, no brown. I, they got sausage, no McGriddle. Uh, they got egg, no cheese. I'm like, come on, babe, what are we doing here? <laughs> So my debt has been paid to all the megawatts out there, the power grid that have been hounding me on Twitter to pay my debt to Arthur Motes. I said I would get it done before training camp. Promises made, promises delivered. My debt is clear. You know what, Motes? It felt you and I had to like, scale up the rotunda to get up here again today. We did, right? It was it was a little bit easier today for me to get up here without that you know that weight on on my back. I got well, that weight of debt off my shoulders. I, I will say this, man. I felt great walking up here because I just knew that my workout was complete. And this was the cool down walk as I got to watch you mm-hmm. carry the food as well. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the sign of a true gentleman. Listen. Because I thought you were going to be, you know, a little spiteful, especially when we pulled up at the same time. Because make you that's care- rare. No. I was like, he's going to make me carry this. I was getting ready. Nope. But my man said, no, 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 I got this. I'm, I'm a valet from the car all the way upstairs to the boom, to the room. I said, all right, man, you, hey, you all right with me. I don't care what anyone else says. You, I like you. You, you use that valet example. Listen, if hey. you're driving somebody somewhere, you know, you don't drop them off on the corner. You take them up to the front door, uh, and, and that's exactly what I was doing with Arthur Motes. Uh, promises made, promises delivered. And there's a little uh, peek behind the scenes for the power grid for the megawatts as we get rolling here today. Arthur Motes, I did mention practice just ended before we came on air here. Uh, first two days of minicamp, right? Day one, day two, practice starts at 1 o'clock. Today earlier, though, uh, why? What's the point of that? Why does Mike Tomlin decide to do that? Is there any real rhyme or reason to it, or is it just a timing thing? Uh, why the schedule today on the last day moved up? Yeah, so this is one of the things that us as players always appreciate with Coach Tomlin. And what we mean by that is this. People will talk about player coach, player coach. How do you get that nickname? How do you get that moniker about you? And is it a good or bad thing? And and things along that nature. So this right here is one of the prime examples of player coach. We understand what the last day of minicamp is. It's the final day before you take your break. It's the last, it's it's no different than if we're going into a bye week and we just got done with that game and you might have one last meeting. You understand what that means. If this is the last day of school before summer vacation, you know what that last day of school is. Yes. You have some people out here that will come in on that last day and try to be overachievers. They're going to try to hit you with a final triple exam. (laughs) They're going to hit you with a pop one. 1,000 question quiz, like something ridiculous for no purpose at all. It's like if you wanted to get that much work in, you should have better utilized the other days that you had available to you. But Coach Tomlin, understanding that, he makes this day, he he bumps the practices up, right? So instead of it being the later in the afternoon practice where he knows the guys are going to want to get home, guys are going to want to travel back to where they might be living because a lot of guys, you don't bring your family out during OTA period. Sure, sure. You wait till typically after training camp. So you know guys want to get back to their families. Guys want to get back to significant others and things like that. So why try to belabor that? And you're not cutting down anything of value. What you cut down is he would always say you're trimming the fat. So your lunch period, instead of having an hour, hour and a half lunch period, no, we cut that out. Okay, instead of having two walkthroughs, man, we can go out here and get those reps that we were going to walk through. Let's get those actually in, in, in live speed. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that you cut out. Okay, the weight room time. Instead of weight room being available at 3 to 5 or 3 to 4, no, no, no. Weight room will be available from 7 to 9. Hmm. 
So those are the things that he does. So that way, you're still going to get the same meeting time. You're still going to get the same on-field time. But you're also going to let the guys feel like, man, he, he, he's showing us love here. He's rewarding us. So what does that do as a player? When you go out there on the field, you're like, I'm going to make sure I put my best foot forward today sure. because I want to let him know that we appreciate him. Right. We're going to be buttoned up. We're going right. to be detailed so that we can be, get be, these early exits more often. Because we understand that, hey, we have a thing called what? Victory Mondays, right? Sure. You don't get Victory Mondays if you're not winning, number <laughs> without, one. Without the victory. Nor if you don't have a coach that is willing to say, hey, you know what? Y'all guys have been working uh, well and you're winning games right here. Let me reward you with having a Monday off. Those are the things that start with this right here. Mm-hmm. And that's that trust that you get. So you make sure that he sees that I can give them this type of benefit. I can give them this type of luxury and they're not going to they're not gonna make it backfire by coming out here and having a bad practice. They're not gonna come out here and look lackadaisical. No, they're still gonna operate with a high level of efficiency and a high level mm-hmm. of focus, but we're all gonna win win because now when we're done and it's one o'clock mm-hmm. Man, now you're able to get back home to your people a lot earlier. Yeah, you don't have to sit in that 3 o'clock traffic that starts and, to build up around the tunnels. And us as players, as small as those two hours may seem, because we are constantly oh, missing yeah. so much, that is massive, and that's why a lot of guys love that about him. Motsi, that's the difference. I don't know. I don't need to tell you this. This was something you and I, when we were asked, uh, you were asked, I think it was yesterday, about, all right, how much money? Everyone's got their price. How much money would it take Arthur Motes <laughs> to get back into the NFL? That's the difference. Mike Tomlin just gives those guys the difference to – and now I know it's the middle of June, but, you know, in a sense of to, to be home when your kids get home. You know what I mean? So right. now you're right. The kids aren't getting off the school bus. I, I think most kids are done with school by now. But it's just you're, you're home in the afternoon, more time with the family, more time with the kids, get stuff done, all that good stuff. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And that's for the local people. That doesn't that's count for – like when I was in Arizona, imagine that. It's like – Man, I want to get back. Let, let, let me go see. The, let me let me see my wife. That's true. Let me, true, my kids. Let me hop on this flight. I might get out of here earlier now. Another thing, we'll discuss some of the uh, the comments that some of the different things Mike Tomlin had to say today to close out practice. Um, but this is uh, this is it until training camp, Motsi. Mm-hmm. So you're actually you're right. There's probably a lot of guys that are flying out of the Pittsburgh airport later on today to go back to wherever they're from to meet their family to maybe go on a vacation, whatever it may be. Uh, yeah, I can see why Mike Tomlin would want to. Um, Use that as a reward, if you will, yes. and, and, and why the players want to to honor that in good faith. That makes sense. Absolutely. And then the the caveat to that is, as a veteran, whether you've been here or you're new here, that builds a new trust Sure. with Coach T. Sure. That lets you know that he's going to take care of me. Even if we might have had some crazy hard practices, some crazy hard high-intense OTAs, the one thing that I know is – at the end of it all, remember, he did hook us up with that schedule. So he he isn't going to just run us in the ground blindly. And why is that important? Because when you get to training camp and it's the dog days, when it's the middle of the season, it's the dog days, and he asks you on a Wednesday in week seven, hey, we want to put pads on today. <laughs> and you're thinking to yourself, like, man, we just got out of this game versus Baltimore. Like, I feel terrible right Coach, now. Like, what come do you on, mean? Man. But when you understand that, hey – this guy isn't just trying to run us in the ground. He's going to take care of us somewhere, somehow. It makes you feel a lot more confident in putting those pads on that day. Oh, absolutely. And, and those are the things that get – like I said, that is the foundation of that. This is the foundation of those type of days, and that's how it goes back and forth and ultimately how us as fans, we get to enjoy it. Sure. When we're watching them late in the year and they're still being the more physical team, we're like, man, all right. 
And, and as players, you buy into that. And, and Mike Tomlin talked about, you know, back in, in 2007, 2008, his, his first, you know, year two here at the helm of the Pittsburgh Steelers organization, how that was a learning process for him as well, too. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing no when to go hard, you know, knowing when to put the pedal to the metal, but then knowing when to ease off and when, and when you need and, to give a little bit of rest from as well. personal experience, yeah, he was still learning from that. My first two years here in 14 and 15, and I remember us, me, a couple of the other veterans – having these conversations with him about just the amount of hitting, how physical the practices were. But then he listened to that. He sure. listened to those conversations, and he started to alter things. And as those uh, years I'm here continued to progress, it became a lot easier for us from a, a body standpoint. And instead of us coming into the season limping, <laughs> we're coming into the season, you know, a more hardened group, but we weren't battered at that time. Right, right. Because like you said, that training camp's the only time you're fully healthy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're not fully healthy at the start of the season, but yeah, much uh, much more ready to go, much more still in the tank. Mm-hmm. Um, and you obviously, being a head coach in the National Football League, that is the balance uh, that Mike Tomlin is tasked with finding. You want to get involved, you know where to get at us. We will have our buddy Brian Backo is going to join us uh, coming up here in this hour. I believe he's finishing up an article down there, uh, wrapping up the Mike Tomlin press conference. He's going to jump on with us as we roll along here. There were a couple things that Mike Tomlin said specifically um, just 15, 20 minutes ago that I want to discuss with Arthur Motes. We'll do that when we return on the other side. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz live from Heinz Field, final day of minicamp on ESPN Pittsburgh and SNR. This is live coverage of the 2021 Steelers Minicamp, live from Heinz Field on your 24-7 home for the Steelers, SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Live atop Heinz Field, we are in the same booth where you hear the Steelers broadcasts on Sunday, well, also on Mondays and Thursdays, and on pretty much (laughs) every other day of the week with the way that the NFL operates nowadays. Arthur Boats, Wesley Euler, it is the Steelers Blitz here on our final day of live coverage from Heinz Field at minicamp again uh, that made practice. me so sad when you just said Did the it? final day of minicamp coverage like what am i supposed to do next week around this time i'll I'm tell supposed you to sit home and I, twiddle I, my I, thumbs I'll tell like, you geez. exactly what you're supposed to do this week next time they k shun oh yeah a week at, a week at this time i'll be flying out to denver baby I like it. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm a little later on my vacay. Okay. See, I've I've learned right through um, through my my labor, uh-huh. you know, and, and what I'm and what I'm required for my job, and uh, I love my job. I absolutely love it. But yeah. there is there is a set six or seven months on the schedule where I just know it doesn't unless there's like a, a family emergency or something like that. I ain't Can't getting do it. Yeah. I ain't getting time off from about the Very time true. the training camp starts till about Valentine's Day, give or take a couple weeks either way, uh, depending on how the team does. But yeah, so so now until when training camp starts, you know, sometimes in late July, that is vacation season. You boys going to Denver? I'm also going to Hilton Head. Where are you, where are you going this summer, Mosey? man? I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and hit a little Bahamas. Are you? Know. you? Yeah, oh, yeah. You're so bougie. I have to take a little oh, slow, yeah. a little right over there. Oh, you so bougie. I mean, we haven't we, we haven't done a trip in a minute. I, you ain't lying. And I still couldn't do a while. I was a little sad, so I was like, all right, well, I guess this will work. Yes. Yes. So yeah, man, hitting up was it Exuma? You and I both, you and I both had summer vacations canceled last summer because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were supposed to go to Hawaii. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wifey and I were supposed to uh, to go to Chicago. Both canceled due to, again, uh, not the weather, the pandemic. No, no, <laughs> that, uh, that COVID-19 thing you might have heard of. But, yeah, that's <laughs> – that's what you're supposed to do when many camps over today, Mozi. You're just supposed to put the feet up, you know, like uh, like Labs was telling us yesterday. You make sure you're replenishing your fluids. You, oh, you know? oh, I'm definitely gonna replenish. So the, my thing is, I have to make a little quick detour on the way home. <laughs> I might add about 10, 15 minutes tops. Okay. I think I got one meeting, and then after that, baby, we on vacation mode. I, I'll kick my feet up. I even might, I might grill out. You know, I might, I might grill a little bit just because of you. <laughs> We will still, for those that are listening right now, thinking, well, wait a second. Does this mean you guys are going away? No, we're not going away, all right? You've, we're not leaving. You've still got us on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, there will be obviously some changes as, as we have our vacations and our travel and stuff like that. But we're still doing our, our normal Tuesday, Thursday shows after this week. But today, the last day live from minicamp, the last day of simulcast coverage here on SNR and on ESPN Pittsburgh. We are live until 5 um, and – well, sorry, we are live until 3. Our coverage is live until 5. Our coverage is live until 5. Dale Lolly, Matt Williamson, they will drive you home from 3 until 5. Arthur Motes again today. I guess the, uh, you know, it is it is kind of, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking maybe just a bummer that, you know, normally we have practice and live action going on in front of us with the practice yeah. moved up. That is not the case. We've got some uh, – some work being done to the, the grass out crew, there. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah gotta, the grounds crews the out there, but that's about it right now. But the good part of this, Arthur Motes, is that we, we've we heard from, from Coach Tom and we've heard from the players, right? Normally this stuff is kind of ongoing and we're kind of trying to get some quotes right. and stuff. And we got to speak on it in retrospect. Right, yeah. right. It's and, already been and, out there it's for, already, for a day yeah, or two. It's like the time we get off air is yes. right when they're starting to speak. Well, it was the opposite today, uh, right as we were getting ready to go on, was when Mike Tomlin was speaking. Adrian Clem spoke, of course, uh, offensive line coach for the first time this off season I wanted to discuss some of the notable things that I thought were said let's do that uh, Motsi this was one from Mike Tomlin that you know along the lines of the change schedule today that I just wanted to pick your brain on that I you know with you being the, the guy with all the experience that has literally been here and done that uh, Mike Tomlin said today's practice was focused on the team's younger players mm, yes he yes. said and I quote I do like some of the things we were able to get done but largely I'll reserve any judgment <laughs> and quote uh <laughs> Motsi, is that just a reps thing? Is that just an attention thing, right? Uh, we'll give some of the vets a break. We we want to be able to focus on these younger guys, get them more reps, maybe particularly, right? Like we talked about this with a guy like Anthony McFarland yesterday mm -hmm. who just had – he didn't have any of this his rookie season. Correct. He didn't have any preseason games. Training camp was completely different. Is this just a – you know that this is the time of year, right? Once the real games start, you're hoping that you stay relatively healthy and that some of those younger guys – aren't getting in the games, you know, is this the time when you want to, all right, we got to get these evaluations in. We got to make sure they're getting their reps. You want to put more of a workload on them now in case they do end up, you know, having minimal usage throughout the season. Yeah. And um, the thing that I like about that is this, when I talk about coach Tom being that player's coach, right. And I say, man, as a veteran, you love the fact that he's going to bump the schedule up. You also love the fact that, you know, on the last day of minicamp, he's not going to have you out there taking all those reps because he knows that we've seen what you can do all the, the other two days along with the majority of OTAs. So this not only gives opportunity for the veterans to get a little bit of a, a body refresher day, but the younger guys finally get a chance to really audition, to really have their first extended interview for these guys mm -hmm. because they haven't seen these younger players. You think a guy like Lamont Wade, an undrafted guy right now, is getting out there with Mika Fitzpatrick? No, he's not getting out there with those guys. 
he's not getting out there in in, in terms of rep wise with the two deep. He might he might every once in a while go out there with the threes just because there's so many of them. Now when you take the top two units out or you take that top unit out, now reps increase across the board. Mm -hmm. So if you're a younger guy and this is your first impression of Coach Tomlin, you're like, well, man, all right, I like when he does stuff like this also because sure. this gives me an opportunity to show what I can do. Right, and you, you know all the eyes are on yes. you. Yes, So it's not like maybe if you take a rep that's either really good or mm -hmm. poor and, and someone might not notice, you know that's not going to be the case no here. No question. They're going to see that, yeah. but that's what you want. You want those eyes on you because you can't make the team if they don't see you. Sure. They have sure. to see you. They have to physically see you make plays. <laughs> they have to grow a, a level of confidence in you through you doing this consistently for them to trust you on Sundays. They're not going to trust you on Sundays if they haven't seen you already do it before before you get there. Absolutely. If you haven't made that play in practice, you're not going to make that play in the game. Right. It, it is literally that simple. Right. I, I've seen plenty of guys try to tell you otherwise. In fact, there's only been one guy, uh, two guys. I've seen two guys make plays that didn't have to practice. They did it. One's Troy Palomalu, who's already a Hall of Famer, and the other was Big Ben. What, what he did in 2015 versus the Denver Broncos in that playoff game, I said, wow. My man, he didn't practice. He couldn't lift his arm, and he just shows up out there and lights him up. Only two people I've seen do it. Other than that, you got to show up and make the plays in practice for it to happen in the game. Yes. Oh, you 100% do. That is – you're right. You and I – it's funny, too. We talked earlier in the week at minicamp about how some guys are practice performers, and then mm -hmm. when the lights come on and there's 70,000 people and there's the – Changes. It changes. But you know what? That works the other way, too, Moats. You, yes. you, you've got yes. to be able to make the plays in this setting if you're going to make them on the big stage. It's – you know, you and I, um, you know, when we started doing this show, it wasn't like we just rocked up to the microphone and turned it on and let's go now, right? It wasn't. I thought it was we, what we did. We did more prep. We spent more time on it's it. True. We were we were texting the night before about ideas. Where now, you know, we're a little more veteran. Yeah. Now you don't call me anymore. You 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 know you all in love. Now we're a little more veteran. You savvy, all in love. And over we're there. we're more comfortable. And yeah, we don't we yeah. feel like okay, we don't have to have every single detail of the show ironed out because we'll figure it out. as long as we got a couple topics we know we want to kick don't, around. Don't, don't try to blame. You not texting and calling me anymore on the show, okay? You used to call me on <laughs> late night when you want to plan the show. It was always, hey call man, what's cell your cell idea phone. on this? You like this concept? Yeah, yeah. Then it turned into, hey, is this the right number? Hey, is, is this still Wes? No, now all wow. I text you about is what do you want from McDonald's for lunch today? <laughs> uh, Motsi, another thing that Mike Tomlin spoke about today, uh, final day of minicamp, was about creating adversity for guys to get to know them. Mm -hmm. That was the quote. I quote, we have to create adversity for guys to get to know them, end quote. I, I imagine Oh man. I, I imagine that relates to, to some of the younger guys. Yes. Like, they're not trying yes. to create adversity for T.J. Watt and no, Nathan no, no, Fitzpatrick no, but, to get but, to know but, them out No, there. no, no. But at times, though, you do. And, and this is one of the things where – as much as I love Coach T, this is where we bumped heads plenty of times. Okay, I, need to, times. I need to hear this. He likes to create adversity because it does help. It helps in a major way, right? Because you don't know what's going to happen on Sunday in week 13 when you start out with four edge rushers and now you only have two to the game with. You don't know what's going to happen when, all right, it's, too, it's raining outside so we can't throw the ball like we want to, but we're still going to have to find ways to be effective through the air. He tries to create different scenarios. All right, I know you guys are tired def uh, defense, but what happens if it's a quick turnaround because it was a turnover and now you got to get right back out there? 
So <laughs> you can imagine how creative he can get when it comes to creating said adversity in practice. Yes. I've seen it where defense, you're going to stay out there for 15 plays in a row. Offense, though, you're going to rotate after four plays. So you can imagine how fresh guys are getting, and you're just like, bro, are you serious right now? Yeah. Trying to create adversity. Or <laughs> – and. You talk about building a bond. This is why me and TJ, this is why I always have a, a crazy level of respect and love for TJ. My last year here, training camp, everybody's getting hurt at outside linebacker. So right now we're going into these this games. This is 17? This is 17. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're going into that Jets game, or excuse me, that Giants preseason game. It's literally me, TJ, and I think we had one other guy who was healthy. Well, he wasn't healthy, but he was going to dress and give it a go. Right. And we're literally just like, are you serious right now, Coach? Like, sign somebody. Like, it's, it's – preseason like you can easily pick somebody up it's no issue just pick off Joe, just thing. pick up Joe Schmo and, and you know what he's street. like he's like no 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 no. I want you guys taking every rep in practice every single day oh. special teams included oh. and you're going to play in these games he was like because what can happen is this if we get in the gym and we know we only got 46 guys I'm going to need you to be able to take all of these reps I'm going to need you to be able to play on special teams as well which I have unfortunately done before as well, and it is not fun. But these are the situations that he creates. So I remember me and TJ every day in practice during training camp, limping both of us out there, like uh. barely hanging on. He look at me, all right, I'm good. I look at him, all right, I'm good. We're going to do the thing. And from there you build that bond. But sure. it does play a part. It, like I said, it, it's impactful. It works but you ultimately hate it because you're just like, man, where, where is this line going to be drawn? Because you feel like in the midst of him creating that adversity, in the midst of Coach Tomlin building that character for these players, it sucks. It feels just like, man, this guy has lost his mind right now. <laughs> Dude, that is, you know, that's one of those stories that I know our listeners out there are loving. That, you know, it it's there's a method to the madness it, it is there, there, it there's there's is. a it method is. to the madness i think particularly with a guy like mike tom who's been doing this for so long i mean his 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 head coaching tenure with the pittsburgh steelers is about to get its driver's license yeah. here in, a, in another year that's how long he's been around uh <laughs> that's great stuff but see i i love it i love the the insight and the adversity and the focusing on the young guys listen when you talked about him oh having a method to the madness and all this man i remember the other speech he gave us Hey, guys, I think of you all like UFC fighters going for in a UFC fight camp. Oh, no. He's like, think about how they just beat the heck out of each other. It's just terrible. Like, most of those guys are never going into a, a fight healthy. Right. But mentally, they are so ready to do whatever because True. of what they've had to overcome True. getting into that fight. He was like, so that's why during training camp, I try to absolutely kill every one of y'all. I want you all to be as miserable as possible. He's like, in fact, I smile when I see you complain. <laughs> But he says, I know late in the year when these other teams yeah. are breaking down, when yeah. these other teams mentally can't handle the soreness, they can't handle the fatigue, the pressure. It's like, but you guys, y'all going to be able to handle it's that. It's going to be water under the bridge. Because you're going to say, man, we've already endured this. In fact, we yep. might have been through worse. Right. <laughs> this isn't that bad. I, I do feel like we've been through worse at times. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler having some fun here on the final day of mini camp coverage, if you can't tell. It's the first time we've done this in a long time. Honestly, Motsi, um, in terms of you and I being at a Steelers facility for a practice-type setting, I mean, it's been almost two years since yeah. since we've done something long like this. Uh, so we're having some fun. You know we want your involvement, your questions. You can get at us on Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at TheBody52. The body.
A uh, little under an hour from now, in the next hour of the show, we'll be joined by our buddy Brian Batko of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. When we come back here, Adrian Clem spoke for the first time at minicamp, uh, offensive line coach of the Steelers. Some thoughts about Kendrick Green's development, some things that he sees in Chuke's game. Uh, Motsi and I will discuss that. We'll talk a little offensive line. Maybe get to some of your tweets as well when we return on the other side. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz live from Heinz Field. Final day of minicamp coverage on ESPN Pittsburgh and SNR. This is live coverage of the 2021 Steelers minicamp live from Heinz Field on your 24-7 home for the Steelers. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Arthur Motes, is there a plot of land in the entire western Pennsylvania region that looks as immaculately uh, groomed Mm -hmm. and landscaped as Heinz Field looks right now? Hey, man, you're going to be hard-pressed. Hard, hard-pressed. You know, I always wondered um, when I was a kid, right? Like, you, you go to PNC Park, and, you know, maybe you go to the golf course, whatever. These places where, obviously, uh, the grass is, you know, of utmost importance. Yes. Um, and you see the different patterns that they cut into the grass mm-hmm. and the different designs and all that stuff. And as a kid, I would always be – I'd be like, how do they do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I know, obviously, it's how – but how do you figure that out? What's the science well, behind that? I was going to say, do you actually have the answer to that? Because I'm, well, I'm I've been watching these. Well. I've been watching these guys out here, and it just – I mean, it's obviously all in the pattern of how you cut it. But there is a – it's like there's a clear-cut schedule of, yeah. you know, yesterday they're doing a certain type of cut. And then today they're doing another type. And they've got, like, three like, different even, little machines. Yeah. It doesn't out. look even. Like it's it looks, nuts. it's not like a window pane. It's it, nice. It looks like a golf course. It looks like Tiger Woods' backyard. It's gorgeous. <laughs> it's gorgeous. <laughs> Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. It is the Steelers Blitz live from Heinz Field on a gorgeous June day. Uh, fantastic weather all three days here. Which you know what that means, Motes. I mean, it's, pre- it's probably going to rain all weekend now since it was perfect <laughs> weather here today. But don't we, do that to us. Come on, man. We are we are loving it. Uh, we've got some silence today since practice was earlier. You can see some boats out there. Uh, down by the Three Rivers, some people getting the weekend started a little bit early, enjoying some time out on the water uh, as uh, as minicamp comes to an end here. Heinz Field starting to clear out, but you've still got uh, some of the radio guys, some of the uh, the newspaper guys here as well too. Arthur Motes, one of the things that I want to discuss here as we uh, finish out this first hour of the Steelers Blitz. Adrian Clem, a new offensive line coach this season for the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, in place of Sean Surrett. He spoke uh, to you know, to the media, I should say, today hey for, for the first time. He spoke after Mike Tomlin for the first time this offseason. We've heard from Adrian Clem. Motsi, you know, obviously he was asked a lot about the center position and Kendrick Green. You know, he was asked about the tackles, uh, Chooks Okorafor as well, too, and the uh, the health status of guys like Zach Banner, David DeCastro. So what you want first here, partner? Let's go health status first. Okay. Um, no specifics on David DeCastro okay. and Zach Banner. They, they are here, yes. but not doing, you know, uh, taking live reps. And, 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 the 11-on-11 11 11 portion. Correct, correct, yes. Um, he said that they are, they are um, what was the, the exact term, I believe, was they are progressing nicely. Okay. Um, okay. But that, you know, that they're still just, just being cautious and with the timing and everything. It sounds like those two, though, again, you don't want to assume anything. You never know until you know. Uh, but it sounds like there's some optimism about their status uh, when we get to training camp about a month from now. Okay, I definitely like the optimism. I, I, I like that as well, too. I like and, that. and you and I have discussed, man, it, 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 I think it bears repeating here, too, because I think we've got some additional listeners with minicamp and with everything. We, we know we have the power grid and the megawatts, but I think we've got some new listeners as well, too. 
Motsi, we have discussed at nauseum us, anybody who covers the Steelers, if you're a Steelers fan, whatever, anybody around the franchise, from, from the owner and the GM and the head this coach as well, too. We've discussed the offensive line and the run game at nauseum since that loss to the Browns right mm-hmm. here in January. And we've talked about the tackles and the draft and what could happen at center and what can happen with the running back position and what can Matt Canada do and all these different things. I think the one thing that is undercovered in that discussion, Motsi, is if David DeCastro is just healthy and, and returns close to the form that we've seen in the past, that will go a long way. That will help quell a lot of the concerns for this, this young offensive line that has a lot of new moving parts. No question. This offensive line, we are – we're hopeful about it, right? Obviously, they don't have a ton of experience, a ton of in-game productivity, but our confidence is based on the premise that David DeCastro returns to David DeCastro that we're accustomed to seeing, not the one that was out there last season kind of laboring through some injuries. So if that is the the base of the 2021 O-line for the Pittsburgh Steelers is that David DeCastro is healthy, that goes a long way. Now, in terms of our center position, you feel a lot more confident knowing that you got healthy DeCastro, healthy Dotson. If you don't have healthy DeCastro, and now you're looking at having either Kendrick Green, who will be a first-year starter at that position, or J.C. Hassanauer and B.J. Finney, who we both said are limited in their own right, sure. you're just not as confident in that group up front it's that just, way. Just question marks. No question. So Not that we have no faith in those guys, right. but there's there's questions there. Yeah, because, like I said, we haven't seen – them produce at a high level over an extended period of time. When they're the guy. Yeah. And if David DeCastro, that's the only guy that has done that. The only one on the offensive line. So if he's not available, if he's not healthy, that does make it that much more concerning. So I'm glad to hear that he is progressing in, in the way that he should yeah. be because, man, that could be really, really bad otherwise. No, I understand. We've talked a lot about the two tackle positions, and, and, and I get it. I understand why. We've talked a lot about Kendrick Green and just in general, honestly, replacing a guy like Marquise Pouncey, who was the anchor of this offensive line for a decade, was uh, on the all-decade team for the National Football League for the last decade. That's the type of guy, a, a potential future Hall of Famer in Marquise Pouncey, that retired this offseason. I get why we've had a lot of discussion about the center position. We've talked about Dotson, and like I said, we've talked about the tackles and, and the run game and all that, but I think you're right. David DeCastro, what he could mean to that group if he is healthy and, and rounding back into the form that we know he is capable of, um, that could certainly go a long way um, to improving the run game, improving the offense this season. Uh, Arthur Motes, let's talk then uh, about Kendrick Green, about that center position, hit a little bit more on mm-hmm. it. Uh, Adrian Clem said that Kendrick Green has done very well so far in minicamp, embracing the challenges of transitioning both to the NFL and to being a full-time center, and that Adrian Clem was impressed by how the rookie has been communicating and doing the mental parts, handling the mental parts of playing center. I, I got to imagine, Motsi, for a position like center where you are, I mean, you are in charge of so much, obviously we know that you, you got to be able to play. You got to have the traits. Yes. You got to have the strength, the agility, the physicality, all those things. But for a rookie in the National Football League to start at center, man, I would imagine that the, the mental aspect, the understanding of the system and the playbook and everything you're being asked to identify and control is just about as important as your is your actual ability on the field. Yes, critically important. But in Pittsburgh, they're going to be smart. They're not going to put that pressure on Kendrick. And what do I mean by that pressure? I'm referring to the setting of the protections, right? Typically, 
here in Pittsburgh with Marquise Pouncey, he was the one who was set the protection. He was the one who was dictating who is in the rush, who isn't in the rush, big personnel versus corners and nickels, sliding the protection and things like that. Now, obviously, Ben has him say so if he saw something, but sure. other than that, that's what the center does. You're not going to ask Kendrick Green to come in and do that day one because it's going to overwhelm him. There's too many different looks that you could give him. There's too many things that he would have to worry about pre and post snap. Sure. That that would just it would hold him back from being the player that he's fully capable of being at this stage in his career. Now you want him to grow into that. That's the sign of right. your 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 good centers and so forth. You know, as they continue to progress, your but, potential All Pro guys. Right. You know, your top five, ten centers in right. the league. But the first thing is, man, just making sure that you can do the basic fundamentals of that snap, and then from there, being able to pick up the different twists, the blocking assignments. How do you react to when you're not covered up versus a 4-3 team versus when you are covered up in a 3-4 defense? Big-time difference in the personnel, big-time difference in the responsibilities, and along with the physical requirements of those things. We don't want him having to think about, all right, well, am I supposed to slide this way or slide that way? Or what am I supposed to tell this guy when he has to worry about right. that different beast right there? <laughs> but as a whole, though, man, I think that he, he's going to adjust to this thing. And he has a good group. Even though he they're does. young, they're or excuse me, inexperienced, they're not necessarily young. B.J. Finney true. isn't a rookie. Kevin Dotson Zach isn't a rookie Banner's anymore. Zach been around the block. Chooks Okrafort, this, <laughs> he's been in the league multiple years now. We talked about David DeCastro and how long he's been here. So even though they're inexperienced in terms of on-field productivity, they have been around, and that's going to help Kendrick a lot. I think that's well said by you. That, that, that is a good way to put it. It's not like they've got a bunch of rookies or second-year guys out there, maybe inexperienced in terms of their starting res mm -hmm. their resumes as starters in the NFL, but guys that have spent plenty of – well, not – have spent a, a fair share of years in the leagues, at training camps, in these types of sessions, uh, and that will obviously be a benefit uh, for Kendrick Green and, and for all the, the young guys trying to, to come in there and, and carve out their role as well. Uh, and, of course, Adrian Clem was asked about Chooks, Mr. Akora for um, he said that he's always seen him as a talented individual and that he just needs to get more physical thinks he would be more at home as a left tackle uh, and had to play right tackle last season said he's done well and has improved here shown improvement here in minicamp Arthur Motes it, it seems right we know what they say happens when you assume and and we you know get that the answer right we I told you this already man <laughs> we know that once we get out the training camp uh, Mike Tomlin likes to create those competitive environments you know you always joke other than the quarterback we want competition at every single All position right. um but it, it does seem like though barring something unforeseen obviously an injury or just you know them not performing anywhere close up to snuff. Feels like Chooks is going to be the guy on the left. Banner's going to be the guy on the right. When, 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 you know, when we get started in training camp, right, and again, it, it could change, things could happen, but in terms of who gets the first first team reps, it, it's, it feels like it's definitely going to be Chooks on the left, Banner on the right. Yeah, um, that's what they've identified. I think uh, Banner has spoke on that as well yeah. um, right, around, right around the time when he had got his new contract. But as we both know, man, it doesn't matter who is penciled in as starter day one of training camp. Yeah. We want to see who started in week September. one. In September. Yeah, because these preseason games are going to tell us a lot about both of those guys because, like we said, we did not get to see them last year in that role. So even though they were competing, you're competing against familiar foes. Sure. It's a lot easier at times to compete against somebody that you know. I know your strengths and weaknesses, so granted, mm -hmm. you're going to know my strengths and weaknesses, but sure. my familiarity is going to help me. That that closes that gap a lot more compared to sense. me playing against a guy that I've never seen 
or I'm used to TJ Watt, who's a 3-4 outside linebacker, but I'm going up against a 4-3 DN who's about three inches taller and about 50 right. pounds bigger. Right. How do you handle that? Those are the things that I'm interested to see, and that's what gets – that's between those two guys, that's going to really get worked out once we get to those games. The sprinklers are – let me try saying that again. The sprinklers <laughs> – the Sprinklers. What was that there, Motsi? I don't know, dude. I swear, sometimes for a guy who talks for a living, I really struggle to speak. Uh, the Sprinklers are out here at Heinz Field. You want a uh, nine, nine pole at nine, right? Isn't yeah, that the, yeah, the Happy yeah. Gilmore? Something uh, like that, right? Sprinklers are out here at Heinz Field. Arthur Motes and I have another hour to go. Uh, when we come back here to start the second hour, we've had a bunch of tweets, a bunch of questions about the offensive line um, coming in on the Twitter.com. We'll get to some of those to start the second hour of the show. You know where to get at us if you've got a question, comment, concern or reaction you can find us on twitter at wesley euler at the body 52 the body we also about 20 25 minutes from now will be joined by our buddy brian Backo of the pittsburgh post gazette as we continue to wrap up things here from heinz field on our final day of mini camp coverage one hour in the books another hour of the blitz to go before we turn things over to lolly and williamson so don't go anywhere rocking and rolling here from mini camp on your 24 7 home of the black and gold snr